0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show update. You know, I rarely do these, but today, uh, given the gravity of what happened today, I think it's important for a quick update for your ride home. Uh, My show, of course, records early that the uh, testimony is now at its uh, conclusion. I have uh, seen... uh, almost all of it at this point. I want to be sure I give you guys and ladies out there who are loyal listeners a update on what what we saw. Folks, first off, um, referring to Judge Kavanaugh's opening statement, um, it was uh, heartbreaking. Uh, I don't have any other way to describe it. I mean, listen, I'm supposed to, I guess, pretend to be a relatively tough guy at times, but I was, uh, Joe, I know you were, because you were texting me. Mm Mm-hmm. It was, folks. It was. It was one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can watch Doctor Ford's testimony, gauge the credibility of that. Um, you can watch Judge Kavanaugh as well, but to sit there and watch a what seemed to be at points a incredibly emotionally troubled guy about what had happened to him and his family when he talked about his dad. Uh, and he was crying, and he talked about his kids. One of the lines he said is his daughter said to him about Dr. Ford that, you know, Daddy, we should pray for her. I mean, how you, you held it in, if you did, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't. And let me just say, folks, there are people out there in the Twitter sphere and the media and the bubble, the elitist bubbles out there. I'm, I'm telling you, um, this isn't like in a, kind of get the esprit de corps. Let me pat you on the back moment and make you feel better. I'm just giving you the truth. The media is reading this all wrong, Joe. I wanted to tell you a quick story. My wife was at the gymnastics gym watching it on Facebook Live, and there are people who are relatively politically agnostic, who have almost no interest in politics at all, who are looking over her shoulder, who are shedding tears as Kavanaugh was giving his opening statement. Mm-hmm. It was a powerful, absolute, if you hear that in the background, by the way, I'm sorry. It's just I am still have the hearing on uh, the end of it. They're now uh, just wrapped up. I was getting texts from people in tears. Oh, I, well, I mean, I'm a member of a lot of activist groups. It was, um, it was a powerful, powerful, powerful denial and a powerful defense of his own character. And Joe, in my experience as a federal investigator for 12 years, a police mm-hmm. officer, listen, I, 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 can't, I wasn't there. I can't tell you conclusively, unlike liberals have already determined that this guy is a sexual predator, which is outrageous. I can't tell you with absolute specificity what happened. I can tell you watching that, I am absolutely convinced Brett Kavanaugh is innocent. i I just never seen anything like it. It was some of the most powerful imagery I've seen in my time watching politics. I'm 43 years old. I've been actively involved in politics for well over 10 years. I've been following politics for 20. I'm not as old as some of you out there. I haven't been involved as long, but this has been my life for a very long time. The opening statement will be remembered forever as what turned the tide. Folks, they weren't ready for the storm. The Democrats, were, the Hill Democrats were not ready for the storm that was coming. They have been used to for decades, as Joe knows, has been following this much longer than me. They are used to attacking people, throwing out accusations with no evidence, and people cowering and slinking away. That's it. They were entirely unprepared for the storm that came their way in that opening statement, and you could tell how rattled they were in their questions couple of takeaways. Uh, first, on the positive note. We, I'm still getting over this whole thing, folks. This has been a roller coaster for me the whole day. I sat here riveted to the television uh, the entire day. Um, Lindsey Graham. I just... I'm with you, brother. I mean, Lindsey Graham, for all of our disagreements over immigration policy, you know, there are moments that define men's careers. Women's do. Mm-hmm. And Lindsey Graham just tore it up. It was, they took the floor back from the independent prosecutor who was up there asking the questions, which I thought was a good idea. They were losing control of the hearing. And Lindsey Graham, after that powerful opening statement, delivered just a explosive volcanic response to the Democrats that I think changed the tide of the whole hearing. The Democrats had nowhere to go after that. No one laid a hand on Kavanaugh after that. Matter of fact, not only did they not lay a hand on Kavanaugh, they frankly humiliated themselves, the Democrats. Now on the Democrat side. Sheldon Whitehouse. Sheldon Whitehouse and the Democrats have completely humiliated himself. I'm not kidding when I tell you that his questions were about farting games in high school. I'm, I'm, not a joke. They were judging the efficacy of a Supreme court nominee's career based on high school entries where they had to resort to talking about male flatulence game. I'm not kidding. Joey, I know you saw it. It was, I it saw, was one yeah. of the most, uh, is this for real? It was one of those, why live in the United States anymore? Like, is this really happening? Is this what the country's come to? Sheldon Whitehouse. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know how you get your reputation back after slinking to such new lows to start, destroying this man in front of his family based on high school yearbook questions. Just utterly absurd. Cory Booker, Spartacus. Spartacus just rapped a few minutes ago. Spartacus, uh, his Spartacus is breaking news is that Brett Kavanaugh had a beer after football practice. I don't know what Spartacus was up to, Cory Booker, uh, what he was trying to get to. He rattled on for five minutes, kept saying he had a question, never asked a question once, and got Kavanaugh to admit, Joe, this is bad, and he had a beer after football practice. That was so Spartacus, uh, by the way, his, his, fundra- his fundraising solicitations for his 2020 presidential campaign, probably correspondingly uh, followed immediately after his questioning was done. Um, it was uh, quite pathetic. Uh, one of the saddest things um, I've seen. We had Dick Durbin in a fiery exchange oh, 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 back and oh. forth in one of the more epic moments I've seen up on the Hill in my time ever trying to nail a uh, Kavanaugh down Kavanaugh is crystal clear, absolutely crystal clear that he is innocent. He is innocent. They kept asking him about an FBI investigation. They know damn well he can't order, has no authorization to do. I've already told you multiple times they don't do criminal background checks. They do criminal history background checks. Kavanaugh adequately described what the FBI would do and he's right. They would take 302s or summary statements from witnesses and they would pass them on to the committee who would in turn judge the the truthfulness of said statements. Here's the catch. They already have those statements. (laughs) Durbin was having a sign the papers, old man. And it wasn't happening because he wasn't going to go down that road at all. He was not going to do it. Yep. They were completely ineffective. They did not lay a glove on him. I want to add here that this was a conversation, not for everybody keeps saying, and I don't like a lot of the conversation on Twitter. I'm, I'm you know, I, Whether I like or dislike, it's irrelevant. I'm just, for the purposes of this, I keep hearing on Twitter, oh, this was designed to convince one guy, Jeff Flake or Susan Collins. Folks, it wasn't. You know where I stand on that, but this is not the moment right now for me to hit them. They, I don't want to dissuade, I think they know what to do right now. I don't have any inside knowledge of that. I just think that was a powerful hearing. I'm, but I disagree wholeheartedly that that was an effort to convince one or two senators. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you this, and I'm going to leave it with this, and I'll let you roll. I promised Joe we'd do about 10 minutes. What happened today was an epic storm that the Democrats had no idea was coming. I strongly believe that whatever they thought was going to be a blue wave is going to be flushed away after today. I have seen and heard from people I haven't heard from in years texting me, tweeting me, who cannot believe the abomination we just witnessed up there on the Hill with the assault on Kavanaugh's character. I'm not talking about Dr. Ford. You can leave, it, you can leave your analysis of that. for I'm talking about what happened with Judge Kavanaugh. What happened up there to this man and his powerful opening statement will resonate across the country. I'm telling you, today could not have gone worse for the Democrats. They have absolutely no idea what they've unleashed none this was not a good day for them folks judge kavanaugh deserves an upvote and it's time for you to email and call again i need you to do that this talk is all cheap if it doesn't lead to action you know how to be cool about it i need you to call or email again today their offices i need you to melt their phone lines I need you to stay on the phone till you get through. I need you to send an email. I need you to tweet to them. I need you to tweet to their staffers. I need you to post on their Facebook page a support and upvote for Brett Kavanaugh. It is the only way this is going to get done. Folks, one more thing. Listen, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm only human. My show is, uh, I'm not a, a, a fortune teller, but I was absolutely went up but when i am wrong and i'm categorically wrong there's no i'm wrong but uh, let me just defend my i was i told you on monday my audience who i'd love to death that i was absolutely sure that dr ford was not going to show up she obviously did i was wrong there's no but to that all i can tell you is based on the information i put together uh that i was following uh, religiously on all the. it was no way in my mind she was going to show up was basing it on the obstacles they were putting out there, what they were asking for were cameras, the way they'd asked for Kavanaugh to go first, and the traffic I was reading back and forth from a lot of the liberal activists involved, that it was nothing more than a delay tactic on their part. I read it wrong. No excuses. Yeah, my full apology. A lot of you invest a lot of time in me and my show. It's my fault, I read it wrong. But I'm on the air two hundred and sixty shows a year. We don't take any breaks during any weekdays, holidays or whatever. If you invest time in me, I promise you I'll do better. Uh, it's my fault on that, but I owe you. Uh, there's no excuses. I was wrong on that. It was a prediction I was absolutely sure about. But like I said, my apologies. Um, I was wrong. And in the future, I'll try to give you a little bit better analysis on that. I was absolutely convinced. All right, folks. Um Again, sorry about the brevity. I wanted to give you an update. I appreciate you all listening to the earlier show today. I laid out some problems with the testimony um, on the polygraph. I hope you'll listen to that. If you haven't yet, uh, please check it out. Uh, They'll fit well together afterwards. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.